Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. And I am Jake. And we're watching the Mystic Knights of Tirnano still. We sure are. Uh, I forget the name of this episode. It's um, it's the Queen Mother. Right. Uh, or I, otherwise titled, Why We Find Out Why Maeve Hasn't Been Topless This Whole Time. <laughs> I think it's more accurate to say why every woman's sleeves aren't attached to their dresses. Because <laughs> that does come up. Yeah. And it is a weird fashion choice that I don't know if it was actually popular or not, but here we are. Well, it's a small, like, segregated island, so I guess it might not adhere to fashion choices throughout the ages because they're, you know, they don't get a lot of visitors other than Ivar and the man at the end of this episode. And Garrett. And Garrett. Garrett's but he fucked north. right off. Well, he had to bring that lady home or whatever. Yeah, and then come back for an episode? Uh, I guess. Or is that when he came back? What is when the lady... I don't know. Well, they aired it out of order, so it's hard to say. Seemingly, yes. Um, yes. Just, <laughs> so just my general... I was thinking about this, I, and I think I've said this before about this fucking show. The show has ideas that in a better show would be fine. Like, yes. there's all this stuff that we're finding out at the very end that could have been seeded throughout or like storylines that are just like Torque, for example, he used to work for the King and like, there should be like a whole thing there where there's betrayal and hurt feelings and shit. But instead it's just a fact. And, and all the stuff with uh, Lugad and, and Rowan, it's just kind of thrown out there. And if this was just like 13 episodes, I feel like you could really write a story here, but instead stuff happens in the beginning they fucking dick around for 45 episodes and don't do shit. <laughs> and then here at the end, they're like, oh, by the way, here's all this stuff. Here this thing. Here's some stuff that could have been interesting if we had told you sooner. Yeah. Like, if I still cared about the characters at this point, I would. this would be more impactful. But because I watched them do nothing for fucking 15 hours of my goddamn life, <laughs> then I hate them so... I don't care who's related to who or what's going on with what. You don't care about the future of Kells? I don't. Jake, they could be bringing about peace for 100 lifetimes. They could. That's they so many more won't. lifetimes than we have right now. There's like three more episodes. What are the odds of that happening in, in the next 60 minutes of this show? Seeing as how they planned a season two, not great. Yeah. So there's that. But the the good guy will definitely be back. Probably. So anyway, we open up. Yeah, you, you can start the damn thing now that I've gotten my, uh, what's what's the beginning of my thesis for uh, my online class. I don't yeah. know how to press play. You always do it. This is the I wrong remote. That's why I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just uh, we pressed the up. play button on a different remote. Sorry. <laughs> Too many remotes. <laughs> uh, we open up uh, and Lugad's just running around kicking people down and burning shit. Yeah. You know seeding chaos throughout Kells. And there is a scene where he's got this like railroad tie 
and he hits five dudes with it. One of them goes flying way out like uh, he's on the far end of a balance ball set. And all of them are surely dead. All of them have broken <laughs> ribs. He's also just setting fire to churches for fun. <laughs> well, they were huts, but I suppose they could be churches. Yeah, the churches were huts at this point, Sky. Some of them were stone. Some of them, but not all of them. Also, Lugan is sticking around a lot longer than I thought he was. I, I, I think I was like, he'll be gone in four episodes, but yeah. he's still here. Like nine also, episodes uh, later. I suppose Notre Dame is pretty old and made of stone, and it also burned pretty good. So, yeah, is all that what wood. what what paint burns? Um, uh, oil based I, paint. I, I mean, it's probably got a better chance of burning or at I least smoldering. Say, I was gonna say that lead based paint, but I, I don't know that lead burns either. I don't think so. I'm really showing my hand here that I don't know anything. <laughs> if I know anything about oil paints, it's that they're a huge pain in the ass. So if they were also <laughs> incredibly flammable, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Or if it just smoldered and produced just thick, awful smoke. Yeah, that's that probably would definitely also it. not be surprising. It's also the original paint probably isn't dry from that oil paint. Oh, surely it not. It's takes been 14 forever. centuries and it will. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I smudged it. <laughs> the Sistine Chapel uh, was redone. And the reason why it got screwed up the first time they tried to restore it is because it was oil paint and it just got smudged around. That's not actually I, true. I don't think. Okay. I was like, because that sounds like a thing that could happen. No, they did paint underpants on everybody, but that was a different thing entirely. Oh. Remember in the Mr. Bean movie when he sneezes on the Mona Lisa and he ruins the Mona Lisa? I or don't, maybe it's, but I believe it, that's a thing it might that be, happened. It might be the Whistler's mother. I don't know. It's one of the famous paintings. Sure. That's the plot of the movie. <laughs> Is it? Well, and there's hijinks and uh, things happen. Mm, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't sound enjoyable to me. Uh, but he falls down and he drives a little car. You'd I, hate it. I, I know how much you love a dude falling down. Yeah. You were the target demo for America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> yeah. Not shots and falling down. So we <laughs> we come in Good and thing Rowan's... nothing's happened in this fucking show. <laughs> well, Rowan is giving a rousing speech to the troops. Um, He's saying, Lugad's out there fucking shit up, but we gotta stop him. Why are you guys still here when you could be out fighting one man? One powerful yellow man. And then Deirdre's like, why didn't you tell him he was your brother? And it's like, that's not relevant to the situation at hand, Deirdre. Also, maybe they'll feel remorse and not murder him on sight. We need (laughs) that to happen. Yeah. So we jump over to Mav, and she's got her chest set out. But this is the worst map ever, because I don't understand it in any capacity. It's just a weird... Sort of. It's a playset with a triangle. It's not a map. Yeah. <laughs> like she's got a little figurine of Lugad moving around, but I don't know. But, Maybe but... the island's a triangle. We don't know. I suppose that's fair. We've always just assumed that the football field was rectangular in shape. But oh, I was imagining be... a big circle. <laughs> I just assumed it was a rectangle. We assumed the shape of a country, and now we look like assholes because it turns out it's a triangle. It it looks like a repurposed command center playset because it's got like a weird tube in the front and <laughs> nothing else. It very well could be. They probably had free ones of those. Probably. Mav is looking at her chessboard and she's like, I need Rowan to be here. And Torque says, but he'll figure out your plan. Um, nah, probably not. Her plan is inscrutable at this point because she's got this weird chess set that's meaningless. Also, the fuck is her plan? I don't know. 
Okay. I thought it was take over Kells using Lugad, but now let's just have him, you know, hit people with baseball bats that are, you know, railroad <laughs> ties and cause chaos. And that plan is already taking place and they are very well aware of it. Yeah, I I don't know. I, just, I don't know what, I mean, I know what the ends is, end goal is, but getting For there her, just is. Yeah, she finally states, I want the whole island. So she has maybe the tip of the triangle. Yeah, and everything know. else is Kells, except for the parts that aren't. Yeah, except for all those weird villages in between that I guess are sovereign nations. Yeah, rogue states, the Confederate states of Kells. <laughs> um, she grabs her havoc staff from its charging station, and uh, she says a, a, a shitty rhyme, and Green shoots out of it. That's um, how you know magic is happening. Yeah, she's like, "Go get Rowan and make him come here." She says, whippity dippity do, make him come to you. Right. The royal right. you. Right. Uh, so we cut over to Kells, and there's just a lunch prepared in the throne room. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't feel like that's a thing, but some green hits Rowan right in the face, and I was, was going to be so mad if nobody noticed, because the druid <laughs> was looking straight at him. He, he does notice, though. He does. Also, Rowan just abruptly turns and walks out of the room, and Kahad's the only one to notice. And he says aloud, he's been hit by an evil spell. I fucking saw it. You guys gotta do something about it now. And Angus is like, nah, he just needs a bath. He smells bad. Just like Ivar smells bad. hey oh. <laughs> and the druid is like, uh, you assholes just have to shut up and go get Rowan right now, please. It's been 46 episodes. Just fucking do the things that I say. I can't believe that. Yeah, that he didn't just be under a spell for 19 of the 20 minutes of this episode. <laughs> well, he's under the, like, two spells. Yeah, I but for not very long. My favorite part of the scene is that the king just sits down and has, has a sandwich, because he's just, like, ah, oh, they those, got it. Yeah, those guys got this. They'll handle this. <laughs> I got a fucking <laughs> wizard for a reason. Or whatever. I mean, if you got a wizard, you don't got to take care of shit like this. That's true. That's explicitly why he has him. Yeah. So we cut to the courtyard. Uh, Angus tries to stop Rowan, and he yells at him. Angus tries again, and Rowan pulls a sword and starts screaming about how he has to go and starts swinging at everybody. And there's a mediocre fight scene until Kahad comes out. Rowan has become a huge liability at this point. There's just too Absolutely. much going on. He has too much power. They need to yeah. redistribute his abilities. He has too much power for someone that has too much drama surrounding him. <laughs> yes. And for somebody who throws his damn sword away a lot. Yeah. Kahad pulls out some herbs, I assume, and does the hand jive with them until they turn white, and then he shoots powder uh, at Rowan. He says aloud that you'll never be able to be taken over again. This is a protection spell that'll always protect you forever. Yeah, forever. the lead 40 feet down. <laughs> Do you think his, he has one big pocket full of dust, or... A bunch of pockets lining his robe with different dusts. Uh, it's probably that one. How heavy do you think that robe is when it's full of dusts? Uh, he probably sprinkled some dust on it to make it extra light. Oh, yeah. Duh. You know, because magic. A light, a lightening dust. Yeah, it's a fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, you get it. The druid went on to become Willy Wonka is what I'm saying. <laughs> he almost uh, killed all those kids. Uh, what do you mean almost? He purposefully killed most of those kids. 
I think they all end up alive at the end, don't they? In the Johnny Depp version, in the in the one with Gene Wilder, you never see them again. Oh. Ooh. I think the book pretty much implies that they die also. All right. Well, we'll especially know how Mike TV because of his stupid fucking name. <laughs> um, but he liked TV. He sure did. He watched the hell out of it until he became one. <laughs> uh, so R- Rowan wakes up from his his waking nightmare, and he's like, "I don't know how I got here," which is a a great cover if you're looking to attack your friends with a sword for no reason. Yeah, which you know based on real life experience because you're a jerk. Oh no, it's always on purpose. I I don't do it for no reason. <laughs> you never uh, claim to be in a walking dream. That's right. I haven't gone into a fugue state. I explicitly tell you why I'm about to stab you with a sword. <laughs> I'm going to stab then... your bitch ass, and here's why. Yeah, I don't... then I sword you real good. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, there's some leftover powder in the air, and Angus sneezes and then wipes his sneeze on Kahad, which is kind of funny. Because no matter what, this is the show for children. <laughs> That's right. Um, Good thing everybody just carries swords now, because they were able to combat Rowan pretty well. Yeah. Well, uh, a mace is boring, I guess. Well, a mace is harder to fight a sword with. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, you could probably do the the across chain block, but you can't, like, swing a mace into a guy and have it look not incredibly painful. Yeah, but if you do it right, you hit that sword, bend it in half, and then you smash the guy's face while he's like, my sword! Yeah, but two, that's... Two swings. That's the, that's the sword of Kells, though, and you need that for later. Yeah, I mean, he's not a great shot with it to begin with, and if the sword's crooked, it's going to go all wonky anyway. And he's probably not looking to, to murder his roommate. Eh, probably not. I mean, maybe he wants his stuff, though. Maybe he wants to be drinking. Yeah, he could have cool stuff. We know for a fact he doesn't. He has one cool tumbler. That's it. But maybe, and maybe uh, some gold. Maybe Angus really wants that tumbler. Maybe. Rowan did accuse him of stealing a tumbler once before. Yeah. So we jump back over to Tamra and... Tor comes in to say that the troops are ready uh, for inspection, and uh, Queen Mav goes out to see what whatever that means and entails. And Chromom shows up! Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. And she has the most evil eyebrows. She surely does, you, and you her get, cool ass halberd. You get a real um, good look at her her face in this episode oh, that you don't get. I very much noticed her eyebrows. <laughs> but uh, she goes over to the chalice and summons uh, Miter. And he comes out, and he recognizes her also. So I guess she's also a warlock under his draw, or thrall. I get. I mean, maybe they just are pals. You know, maybe she hasn't made a stupid deal with him. Maybe he well, just respects this one. But she does kind of strike up a deal with him just now. Well, yeah. Chromom is uh, betraying Mav because Lugad's not ready still, even though he was pretty fine so far. I mean, he hasn't done anything important in a couple of episodes, but he's fine. Yeah. I I mean, I guess he hasn't won the thing for her, so he could be doing better? I, I, I guess so. Miter says, yeah, sure, whatever. You'll help me do whatever I, I, it is that I'm looking to do. And then Chromom teleports in her cool-ass Phoenix flare. Yeah. Mav comes back in, and she notices Miter, and she tells him, oh, I was... I was going to summon you. This is this is so convenient for me. <laughs> and Mav asks him for help uh, because she cast a spell and it didn't work. You should have been here by now. That fucking druid sucks yeah. so much. <laughs> I mean, what the, if he was just in a hypnotic trance and he fell off a cliff? Like, 
Yeah, that like a, a whole bunch of problems. Yeah. And then Miter says, nah, actually, I'm going to go help uh, Crow Mom. She has a name, and Miter says it. And I said, oh, that's a really good, pron- uh, like, clear pronunciation of her name, and I can't remember what it is. It was Crow Mom. Oh, yeah, he says, Crow Mother. Because <laughs> that's how he talks. You didn't put enough enough fop in there. It would have been, yeah. Crow Mother. Yeah, that's it. That's more like it. So, uh, Miter uh, recants on his... I'm not going to help you any more thing uh, and agrees to help her because reasons the plot says, has to move forward somehow. She says, if I haven't taken over Kells in two weeks, like I'm your slave. Oh, she's already his slave. Yeah. She's made so many deals with him and she's, like, she owes him like three lifetimes. Yeah. She's not fulfilled any of them. I think she fulfilled one, but then she immediately went back into debt. Yeah. I like, think so. in that same episode. Probably five minutes apart. There's a commercial break, and when we come back, Crow Mom finds Lugad. Uh, and she's like, so, you're good at fighting. Do you want to... What if you fought for me? If you remember, at the end of the last episode, Lugad didn't want to fight Rowan anymore because of some inherent honor right. system. And then Maeve told him that she... He that Rowan called him stupid, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck that completely! I'm yeah. mad." So that's why he's so horny for fighting again. <laughs> yeah, he's still upset. Of course, apparently, Crow Mom didn't know that Rowan was his brother. But yeah, she's then, like interesting. Yeah, and then Luke had waxes poetic about how Deirdre pulled a rock out of his hand. Yeah, he's got a he's got a real crush on Deirdre now. Yeah. He's horny for kindness, also. <laughs> um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, God, she's really got some, like, Charles Xavier eyebrows uh, yeah. from original comics, where they are just crazy. I paused and, it, and, like, her eyes aren't even open all the way, and it's creepy. And Charles Xavier vague magic is happening. I can sense it powers. Yeah. That's fair. We see Miter throw a glow ball, and it flies off in the distance and hits Rowan in the face. And he drops his cup, grabs his sword, and he leaves the room. Remember, like, a second ago when Kahad said, you'll be protected from mind control spells forever. Yep. Like, we don't even see a spell breaking. It just, apparently, maybe he fucked up the powders and it just didn't work. Maybe he does only have one big pocket of sand. And he grabbed the wrong <laughs> sand out of that pocket. And it matters the way he mixes it in his palm. Yeah. Does he any was... of this stuff with the Crow Mom pay off in, in this episode, at least? It doesn't, right? She just fucks so. off and, like, they never talk about it again. I think she's mostly here for exposition purposes. So uh, she's just lurking around trying to find shit out? I guess so. She does tell Lugad that Deirdre and Rowan aren't her friends or whatever. Uh, and that Rowan thinks that you're weak and you should go punch him to death. I guess she's so, just here trying to fuck up Maeve's plans. Seems to be. I'm not sure why. I guess she gave Maeve a chance and Maeve was a jerk to her, so. A little. But she does bring uh, Lugad into the throne room where Maeve is waiting for Rowan. It's been like 12 seconds since Rowan <laughs> got hit in the face. And this isn't even... Here. Yeah, this isn't even like um like sometimes you could be like, well, editing, 
the the story was you know just jumped there was stuff going like enough stuff going on that t- you could sense the time passing we saw we saw him getting hit in the face yeah and he was home <laughs> he, he just comes in with no urgency at all he's he's just here i mean like we said it's a small island i guess yep, evidently and uh the second he gets in there and mev says his name the the spell that has kept him entranced breaks and it's like just no keep that on him what? It's just a it's just a traveling spell. It's not a slavery so spell. If you, if you were gonna make him come here, why not have a teleport spell instead of a? I guess it didn't take him long to get there. I retract my complaint. <laughs> but yeah. it's just a a weird hypnosis thing that didn't really do anything. And once he wakes up, he's like, "Ah, damn it! I'm in this fucking castle again." <laughs> And have standing there in a spotlight with, with a sword. And he's like, all right, fine. Let's fucking do this. And they just slap swords for a while. <laughs> Indeed. Mav does some cool flips. Yeah. Because she's a Power Ranger now. Um, Lugad, against his normal impulses, just watches from the wings. Right. Well, he's going through a lot right now. Yeah. Maybe he can only handle one emotion at a time. Yeah. Just like um, me. <laughs> that's right so eventually Mav loses her sword she loses it twice but she does a flip and grabs another one uh, and uh, Rowan has the sword and you know he could stab her to death right here right now be done with it all and if he does it right now she won't have enough time to tell him that he's her son right he'll never know she offers Rowan uh, half of her kingdom once she controls the island and Rowan says something like well, you offered Lugad half, so if he has half and I have half, then you have nothing? That doesn't seem like a likely option. And she's like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to give him anything. Fuck that guy. He's dumb. And, but, I don't like his squiggle axe. But remember, Lugad is listening the whole time. That's right. And for some reason, he wanted half of the kingdom, I his guess. His feelings. For... I, think he's just, I think he's just sad she called him stupid. That could be. Um... Also, I, I feel as though that should have triggered him into a rage. Instead, he mopes off. Yeah. He's very sad in this episode. Aw, oh, dang it. <laughs> that was mean. He does, like, barge through a, a six or so Tamra trees. Yeah, so he does still get to punch some people and hurt some feelings. Yeah. From there, we cut over to Kells, and Cod has noticed that Rowan's missing, but hasn't done anything to look for him. Yeah. Except call Aideen and have her do it. It's a good thing Aideen doesn't have anything going on ever. That's right. She's always exactly where she needs to be the second she needs to be there. <laughs> it's very helpful. So she flies to the hut while the other Mystic Knights, who are also apparently looking for Rowan, show up. And uh, like they find magic dust on the floor. I didn't know that the the green ball that hit him in the face was made of magic dust. Yeah. And also Aideen can like get down and smell it and she knows it's magic dust it, it's dumb it's very contrived good thing he was but, drinking out of that cup so when it got around his head it got on that cup that's right and on the floor if you're looking for rowan and nobody knows where rowan is and you have one main bad guy who always abducts you maybe maybe start there yeah it's a castle you can just walk right in as we've seen many 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 times we cut back to Tambra and 
Rowan says, fuck off, I don't want your offer, and just starts to leave. Stab her. Use your fire magic to burn her to a crisp. War over. <laughs> no. But then. Just, just walk out. She abducted you again. Yeah, if he just sliced her head off, it would be over. Yeah. But instead, she unzips her, her sleeve. She's got them zip-off sleeves like everybody had back in the day. And uh, she's got the Mark of Destiny on her arm also. But what? Who could have old... seen that coming besides how, us? How old is Maeve for all of this to work out? I don't she does... know. She does she... not look that much older than him. No. But also magic. But also this is the time when you had your first baby at 12, so. <laughs> yeah. There's that. But her... it... The sleeve <sighs> under the sleeve she pulled off is just like a regular short sleeve and it's really yep. weird in contrast to everything else going on. It just right. looks like she's wearing just a regular t-shirt under her costume. Probably is. That's probably very heavy and itchy. <laughs> um but finally, we know why none of the sleeves are attached to the shirts if you're a lady. What if you have to show a birthmark that apparently is the mark of destiny? Maybe Deirdre has one too. Yeah, but hers says uh Something Some different. pig. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was like, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> Some Instead pig. Of, I went with the Charlotte's Web reference. Good job. Don't know why that was the first thing in my head. I don't enjoy that movie or that book. What are you talking about, Sky? My favorite part is when the rat goes crazy in the in the carnival and eats all the food and he sings a song about it. It's His been name a is Templeton. I believe that that happens, but I do not remember it. Oh yeah, the. He he goes in the crate with the pig to the fair, and he's like, he like gorges himself on all the garbage because he's a rat and it's a fair, and he right. sings a song about it. Remember the real life raccoon that fell into like a bread factory and got too fat to leave, so they just found him sitting there in a pile of bread. That's no, funny. but but I have seen the picture of the possum just chilling in a box of in a in a bakery because he <laughs> ate too much. He's like kicked back and he's all fat and stuff. Yeah hanging out mav says aloud search your feelings you know it to be true i'm your mother uh, i know that meanwhile. reference yeah it's a star war oh um, never mind i was wrong i thought it was another charlotte's web <laughs> a charlotte's web 2 uh <laughs> range of the sith oh yeah remember how she had the lightsaber web it was pretty boss vaguely she dies in the first one sky <laughs> she's a force ghost obviously oh and her children are alive or something Nah, they all died. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in the there's a there's a bug zapper at the in the movie. You don't see it, but it's off in the distance, and you just see it zapping. And all those spiders uh, crawled directly into it. Well, they were flying on the wind, Jake. Oh yeah. And they're basically in hot air balloons. You can't go left or right. You can just go nowhere until you die, <laughs> like a hot air balloon. I think I figured this thing out. It can go up and down, but not side to side or back in time. That's right. Uh, so we jump back and. We have the stupid car. They're calling it the Defender. Yeah. Um, and I really wish that one of the reasons that they had swords now is one of them was carrying around the Defender at all times. Yeah, but... But we don't they... see it turned back into a sword. We just see it as a stupid Zamboni car. Angus and Ivar go back for it. So that means it's parked somewhere. Right. So they're not Which carrying is... it around as a stupid sword like they should be. Right. That would be so much more fun. Yeah. And you and already cooler. have footage... Like, you don't even need to show it, like, 
appearing and just have them stab a sword and then like just have the thing there off in the CG area. Yeah. But whatever. Rowan yells, no, you can't be my mother. It can't be true. And she's like, I'm marked by destiny too. You're my son. And so is Lugad. You want to know who your dad is? Want to know who I fucked a whole bunch? <laughs> Rowan's having a little bit of trouble processing this. Well, as been... you as you might. And he does yell no, and then Mav cuts off his hand, and then he falls down a shaft uh, to be picked up by Hanzo's crew and ship while Hanzo is, in fact, frozen in carbonite. Were you accidentally going to say he's picked up by Han Solo and you shifted yep. right at the end? I, yep. That was good. That was a good catch. Thanks. Because I was so excited to yell at you, and then <laughs> um, you really you really pulled the wool over my eyes there at the end. Yeah. I. Uh, it was pretty seamless when I added crew in there. I yeah, think. you did. You you said Han Solo's crew. crew. It was the, yep. There was just the briefest second yep. gave you away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I like that it was Lando who went and grabbed him because he never met Lando, and that would have been super weird for him. <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Holy. Uh, the only black man in the universe just stole Han Solo's ship. I'm not cool with this. <laughs> uh, he might have seen Lando with Leia when they crossed paths very briefly. When he earlier. got shot at? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he was focused on some other stuff. I know. I guess he just... It was the Force guy. You know the Force? I do know of the Force. It did so. It did a thing, and he told him it was fine. Okay, good enough. He's a space Yay. wizard. I'll let it slide. Yeah. So Rowan goes to kill her finally, and then more troops show up. And instead of just going ahead and doing that, uh, he doesn't and runs away. Good job, Rowan. We're all pleased with your performance. Expect a raise on your quarterly review. <laughs> Meanwhile. In a field somewhere, Ivar and Angus uh, run into Lugad, who is upset. Yeah, and sure he's mad at them. He handles his upsetness in the only way he knows how. Uh, swinging an axe. Yeah. Yelling. Eventually, Deirdre, who wasn't with them immediately, comes running up and is like, no! Yeah, it doesn't make sense because she's supposed to meet them at the rock bridge, I think she says earlier. Something and like they're that. going to get the car. So they should be going opposite directions at the moment until those guys have the car. I guess she didn't get she didn't get that far away. Yeah, you're right. She could hear the clashing. And and Lugad, even though he should be blinded by rage, doesn't just cut this tiny lady in half. Well, uh, he he listens to her. He has feelings. He's just learned to have feelings for her. A couple times, and then she notices right away. Oh, your hand's fine. He's still wearing a glove, Deirdre. (laughs) No, those are his hands. He has hockey (laughs) glove hands. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Thanks to you. Complete change in tone of I'm going to murder these guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks for pulling that rock out of my hand. That was really nice of you. I hope this fucking takes the turn where those two get married by the last episode. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe. Lugad lets it slip that uh, Rowan was at Mav's house and she told him to join her and he's going to attack Kells. And they're like, yeah, I don't think that's true. I think doesn't he also mention that? The the brother thing? Yes. Well, Deirdre does. Oh, okay. Because uh, Angus and the other guy react poorly. Because Rowan would, would never surprise. turn against Kells. Right. He probably wouldn't. I mean, maybe if they kept the magic spell on him, then maybe he would. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, worked on but... Garrett for a little while. It's true. And then more Tamra troops pop out of some bushes. 
you know, like us. Like they do. <sighs> and then Lugad yells something about not having friends, and then he runs away, leaving the uh, the three Mystic Knights to combat the Tamra guys. Is that is that his endgame is just to have friends? I don't know what his endgame was. I mean, it started out as wanting half of the land to, I don't know, throw dudes. But maybe he wanted half the land to throw a party for his, so he could make friends. And, like, make another Kells. Yeah. But in his own image. So yeah. everything has a skull face on it. Yeah. And he, and he would just invite his friends and they'd just chill and he'd have best friends. You know, our, our, our uniforms have a lot of skulls on them. Do you think maybe we're the bad guy? I don't think nah. so. I think that's a Street Fighter reference. Ah. So we jump back to Tamra Castle. Rowan's still fighting, guys, including Torque. Torque showed up. And Mav's like, stop it. Don't fight him now. For some reason, my opinion has changed. Rowan gets away, because of course he does. He, d- he throws down yeah. some fire. And instead of just murdering everyone, uh, he just runs away. Mav is like, don't kill him. I told you not to. And Torque says, but he's the enemy? I'm going to stab him if I can. Like, you uh, hired me to, to that's the whole, fight that's the this whole guy. Thing. That's why I'm here. Yeah. The, the, the old king I work for wouldn't let me stab anyone. <laughs> that's all I want to do. So uh, Mav tells Torque to go out and fight the Mystic Knights because they're out in a field or whatever. And uh, it's just the three of them doing sword fights. Hey, guys. Each of you has a Mystic weapon and armor. Um, yeah, but there's still too much time in the episode for that. Yeah, but it's it's obscenely effective against just regular guys. So, <laughs> yeah. like, do that. But, it, yeah, like, you, it's not time yet. So, Lugad was watching from the wings again, and Deirdre drops her sword, and then he runs over and throws the guy that was attacking her and, like, shoulder checks a different guy to the ground. And they have a moment... To say, oh, thanks, you're you're on the side of good for a second, and Angus and Ivar are still fighting very hard <laughs> up to the sides. <laughs> um, and then Lugad yells at Torque to fuck off, and they have a little tiff. Yeah, because Torque is mad that he's on the wrong side now. Yep. Or seemingly. And then there's a little bit of a fight between the two of them. Lugad hits him in the tum-tum with his, uh, the butt of his axe. And then they real then they remember that they have magic weapons. And they use yeah. that. They're like, this hand to hand combat is exhausting. What this if fuck it sucks? And then Tyrule shows up. Remember the tri- Tyrule? <laughs> yeah. It's the multi dragon. At which point everybody decides to morph. I wish that they didn't just they didn't announce we need our armor. I wish they just did it. Yeah, every time someone has to the hill yell like, it. Oh fuck this. Air above me. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody else would get the message. Um, so they throw magic at it, and it is as pointless as it always is, because they don't have Rowan, they can't do the power of four. Uh, so Ivar goes to get the defender, while the other yeah. two keep him busy. That's parked off in the bushes or something. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Lugad eventually picks up Torque and throws him. He shoots some squiggles at him. Shoot some squiggles yeah. at the dragon. Or just cleaver him in twain with your uh, big axe there. Yeah. Uh, there's so many ways to cut him in half. You can go left and right, up and down. Like, yeah. 
southeast to southwest. You could do a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. So Ivor goes and gets the Zamboni, and apparently it can fold out in front, making like a barricade. <laughs> like huge bat wings come off the front of it. Like, it's almost as though it was making like a giant crossbow, but instead it's not a crossbow. It just shoots out magic missiles from... It shoots Four out the spots? missiles from the same spots that it seemingly did last time. No, it folds. It's from the folded out sections. Yeah, but th- I think they shot out from there when it was folded up. In the no, last, it came episode. out from the. F- well, maybe the. I don't know, but it comes out of like the the back and the front, unless it folds out when it just comes out on the wings. But ultimately, it's pretty useless. But it does spook the dragon. Yeah, and then Mav comes in. For a second to say, fuck you guys. And then she dips again. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> God She's damn it, mad. guys. How dare you shoot shit at my dragon. Then Angus and Deirdre, or Angus decides that he's taking Deirdre and the defender. You get to walk, Ivar. Hey, remember how you left looking for Rowan? Nope. Yeah. Cool. Well, she says Ivar, or what did she say? Uh, Rowan's... Uh, run off and they do they think he's run to their house to their castle i I don't know that's where they go so maybe they say something about beating him there so i think they think he's he's going unless they're talking about ivar i don't know also why can't ivar just stand on the back yeah it seems like you could probably fit more than one person on there yeah or have him lay down on the hood doesn't fucking (laughs) hold on yeah Maybe it can only run with two, like it's not strong enough to move through. Oh, people. yeah, that's probably it's true. 14 miles an hour top speed. So uh, we're back in the castle ro- castle king room. Angus tells King Dad that Lugad's Rowan's brother. Nobody knows that Mom is Queen Mav yet. And we nobody still got knows where episodes, he is. So. so we jump over to Rowan, who is next to a stream <laughs> of some sort. And he is just scrubbing his arm. And he's like, why won't the mark come off? Because it's part of your skin, Rowan. They didn't know that back then. They don't have the science we have now. He's had it his whole life, though. Well, yes, but he's stupid, you see. Okay. You can't... Like, If you're going to take it off, use your sword to cut that slice of skin off. Yeah. Boom, That's the fastest done. way. Burn it off with the fire from your sword. Yeah, you can cauterize it so it won't bleed. You'll be fucking fine. Then some guy who I assumed was going to be like Torque in disguise or something comes up and says, how do you get off of this fucking island? It sucks. There's constantly monsters and every, you know, I've already seen everything there is to see. It took 20 minutes. Can I, how, (laughs) where do I go? The one ice cream shop. I'm done. (laughs) And Rowan's like, you know what? I'm thinking of leaving myself. I'll show you. Come with me, strange man. I'm sure this is fine. This is the message they were trying to tell the children is just fuck off with a strange man if you'd like. If you see a man in a yellow hood, uh, maybe he has magic he can give you. <laughs> That's how it ends with uh, Rowan being a pissy little bitch. Yep. Now Jake. we have three three episodes to... <laughs> yes. What was the most terrific part? Well, uh, oof. Uh, turtle-rific part. Fuck, I forgot that that was a thing we did, even though we've done it 100 <laughs> times. Uh, 150 times, I think. I'm going to go ahead and say the most terrific part was uh, Crow Mom's eyebrows. <laughs> they let you were know they, what she was about. Were they on point, as the kids say? Uh, Do the kids on, still say that? 
they were on fleek, Sky. That's what the kids say. I don't I think, think that's what the kids say. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. Well, the last time I heard that said, uh, it was on the Larry Wilmore nightly show uh, when he told Bernie Sanders to say it, and Bernie Sanders was like, uh, "I'm white. Is that okay for me to say?" <laughs> oh, Bernie. Um, I don't know what the kids are saying. Honestly, it's summertime. I haven't seen them in a while. That's fair. Well, I'm um, saying they're on fleek. I okay. Care what the kids are saying. <laughs> Neat. Um, I'm gonna say that it's uh turtlerific that in the opening credits this time we saw both the defender and some other vehicle. We have yet to learn what it is. Oh, so really? I have didn't... two cars. I did not pay attention to the credits. I didn't realize they were different. Yeah, they changed it a little. All right, we have three episodes left. They're gonna give us another car. Yeah, why not? Because we had or 40 maybe fucking no. maybe episodes before this to give us another car. <laughs> Where they were all, it was all boring and stupid. Well, they gave us one more Mystic Knight. That helped yeah. us over. Until they didn't, until he left. <laughs> and then came back for an episode and was gone again. He's going to come back in the end of this and be like, the fuck is happening? Why do you have a car? Who's that yellow man? Why is... Why is that your mom? What's Why happening? Does he look like he's from Small Soldiers. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, who what do the you most think? Likeable. Oh, did you say turtlerific thing? Yeah, the uh, oh. the extra car. In the right, you credits. did. Okay, sorry, I was ranting and the blood stopped flowing to my brain. <laughs> it's cool. Could be the COVID. Yeah, could be something. Um, the I had an answer for this. What was it? <laughs> likeable or effective character. Uh, fudge. Um, let's say it's King Dad, because he just finished his lunch that one time. Yep, he was very non-worried. Yeah. <laughs> He's nonplussed by all of this. It's hard to plus him. He's uh, being plussed. I'm going to give it to Strange Man in the Hood at the end. Yeah, he's Because good. it took him one sentence to convince Rowan to leave town. Yeah. It's what we've been trying to do the whole time. <laughs> Get out of there. This is stupid. Everybody's motivations are so tenuous and they change so dramatically so quickly. Yeah. This poorly it's, written children's show. Yeah. <laughs> they need some mood stabilizers up in there. We should talk to yeah. Kahad and see if he can mix, mix them up. He doesn't know um, so what, what he's doing. What did you do for doing. a pop culture palate cleanse, Jacob? This guy, I did very little. I This I thought about, and I was like, fuck, I should... I read issue number two of Dr. Aphra, uh, the comic, and that was about it. And it, that was fine. I watched The Office, but that's not worth talking about. Um, <laughs> not again. No, not every time. I cut a lot so, of it last time. Maybe next time I'll read something interesting or do something interesting, but I didn't this time. I see. Katie and I watched the first half of the Rodgers and Hammerstein Hammerstein um, Cinderella with a really young Julie Andrews, and it's weird. <laughs> fair. But that was about it. I also watched the last 15 minutes of an episode of ER Katie was watching. <laughs> <laughs> did they make it? Uh, they did. Well, the old lady didn't, but everyone else was fine. I watched a movie called uh, Desperado. Or Desperados. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but it's got uh, some of my favorite characters from New Girl. Uh, well, not the characters, but the okay. actors. Um, that was my next question. 
Uh, Nassim Padrad, who plays Allie, and Lamorne Morris, who plays Winston, uh, star in this movie. And it's about, um, it's basically a rom-com, uh, but not initially between the two of them. Um, because they meet for one date and, like, 30 seconds in, uh, Winston was like, yeah, I'm out. Nah, I'm done. (laughs) No thanks. And, uh... (laughs) Nassim is like, you're an asshole, and it just spirals from there. And it's it's really fun and charming, and they have a lot of chemistry together. Uh, and it was really nice to see them in a different thing. I did see that that was happening. I didn't go any further into it, though. Yeah. Um, there is a subplot of uh, Nassim Padrad's character accidentally appearing to be a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> It's really more of a it's it's a, co- a comedy of errors where shit just keeps happening, and this little boy is super into her because he's a little boy and she's a very pretty lady, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's very it's very charming and I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. And at one point, Anna Camp Anna Camp Camp God I fuck over her name every time. Anna Camp uh, has sex with Heather Graham, and that's unexpected. That's not where I assumed it was going, but that's uh, that happened. It's because Anna. Or that's because Heather Graham is like 60. <laughs> She's not. She's like 50. Yeah, which is like 60. <laughs> hey, she looks great. Um, but it was very charming. I really liked it. You should watch it if you have I won't, but um tell Katie to watch it. She'll like it. Yeah, she she will. <laughs> Actually, once she finds out, I probably will watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text her later. Yeah, it's a good uh, call. I watched some other stuff, but that's the only thing I can remember right now. I also spent a whole bunch of time drawing, and I drew my most recent D&D characters uh, and posted them on my Twitter. Um, one of them is a turtle who's definitely not a Ninja Turtle, but is absolutely Leonardo. Uh, but it came out pretty good. I need to start drawing digitally more. I've been trying to do it more, and then I keep forgetting to do that and just going into the sketchbook like I do. Well, then you just take a picture of it, and then it's digital. That's true. My Ranger Slayer figure came in. I saw. She's boss as hell. Uh, I really like that design. It looks so good. It was pretty uh, neat. Yeah. it's uh, That is an initially a brainwashed Kimberly who has come back to kill some Power Rangers. Is that, that's based on a comic? Yep. Okay. I didn't, think that was, I didn't think that was in any um, TV. Nah. Um, she is under the thrall of Lord Drakon, or Draken, however you pronounce it. Who's that scary Tommy? Yep. Evil Tommy. In the beginning of his fall, he rips the head off of Saba. Oh, goodness. But he still uses the sword, but he throws the head away. Well, it talked a lot. It it was pretty chatty. Yeah. Indeed. So, Jake. Or, no, that's not how I That's the the rest of them. So, I think that will probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Um... If you want to, you can rate and review on whatever podcatcher that you use for that. Uh, you can follow the show at Pop Culture Failure. Nope, that's the email address. You can follow the show at Failed You're Pop Culture Failure at the end. You can <laughs> email the show at popculturefailure.gmail.com. You'll follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. That's where you'll find the video of that rat singing the song about eating at the fair that I'm going to show Sky. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and if we have any listeners in Portland... Um, Stay strong. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. And happy birthday. Stay frosty, everyone. There it is.
I thought you were going to say something else before I said stay frosty. I'm sorry. Stay frosty. Bye. Bye.